to us. I mean, whether you take a day off in the week because you feel you have to, you, you've got to work that extra day, well, there's an opportunity. We're going to take our Sabbath because I know, Lord, that actually you uh, are the one that makes this happen. So what is it about this value of prayer that we could experience the power and the presence of God's Spirit through prayer? See, I wonder if, when I say these values are only as good as people like, as we actually live them out, and I wonder whether prayer would be something that people would look at Granville Chapel or at our, in our lives and say, yeah, this is a prayerful, this is a person of prayer, or he or she is a person of prayer. That church is committed to prayer. What would that look like? Do, does it look like a dependence on God and his spirit, or do we live our lives largely independent uh, of him? Do we have, do we, is that reflected in a thirst uh, for righteousness, do we show a confidence in our own abilities, uh, which in itself is not a bad thing, but do we show with that a dependence on God and His Spirit at work through us? Is our prayer life um, reflective of our relationship with Jesus, or has it become more like routine? So when I was thinking and praying about what I would share with you this morning. Well, how can we, what are we going to talk about, Lord, what should we talk about in terms of prayer? Because this is a, uh, something that we've all heard about and we've talked about and we know a lot about. And probably you, there's no sermon that you need to hear again about prayer. But, you know, one of the things, you know, what is the best way of learning? What's the best way of learning? It's doing. So I thought, well, we could either sit and talk about prayer for 20 minutes or <laughs> what if we actually did some prayer? But I think, as even at the thought of that, we've already locked the doors, but even at the thought of that, <laughs> some of us might have a, a kind of a sinking feeling, because we might, we might find ourselves in a season right now that is, we wouldn't put it as one of our spiritual high points. You know, we, we, we could all, hopefully there are points that we can point to and say, you know, that, you know, where we feel on fire, you know, and our prayer life is just, it's easy, you know, we're praying, we're engaging, we're meeting with the Lord, we feel like we're doing business, we're meeting with Him, and we're experiencing that power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. But there are also seasons when it just feels different, and it feels tough, and it is heavy going. And if you find yourself in that latter season right now, then you're in good company, I would say, with others that are in this room, if we were entirely honest. But we also need to understand, as um, one uh, commentator that I was reading, you know, from their own journey of prayer, and from all of our experience, is to understand that, you know, we, we love that sort of fire moment of where we're really, you know, it feels powerful and, you know, God is present. But often we just feel like we're more that kind of smoldering wick, more than the blazing flame. But God's grace and mercy is as much at work in that smoldering wick as it is in the lustrous flame. Tim Keller said this, the first thing we learn in attempting to pray is our spiritual emptiness. And this lesson is crucial. We're so used to being empty that we don't recognize the emptiness as such until we start to pray. And we don't feel it until we begin to read what the Bible and other people have said about the greatness and promise of prayer. See, prayer is more than just this transactional activity where we go to God, I have a request, I make my request, thank you, and off I go, that kind of divine ATM approach to prayer. I go to God, I tell him what I want, he gives it to me, and all is well. 
some of the greatest times of growth. And, you know, it's often like the unseen power of prayer is in the waiting, where we feel that nothing is happening. But what is God doing and what is he saying to us and how is he changing us in those times of difficulty and disappointment and waiting? So how could we this morning, as the disciples came to Jesus and said, teach us, Lord, how to pray, how can we discover the art of prayer in the way that Jesus taught it? So what we have in Luke 11 is a, is a model, right? It's, a, it's an approach that we might have. It's a framework for prayer because we, we know that it's, it's more than just what we do. It's more than just the repetition of words. To, to walk with God, our discipleship is to walk with God, but to walk with God also means to talk with him. And to talk with him is not just a one-way direction, but also to listen to him and to discern his voice. And that, for many, is the toughest thing. I don't think I've ever heard God speak to me. I've heard people say, oh, I, how do you recognize it? How do we recognize God's voice? Well, part of it is in the slowing down. And allowing his spirit to, to catch us. See, there are no special phrases. There's no magic formula. This is not kind of prayer craft um, that, we, that we engage in as we go, as we pray, as Jesus teaches us to pray. But this prayer of Jesus is, is a kingdom experience prayer. And so we do well just to, to return to that in its simplicity um, this morning. Somebody said it's the Lord's prayer as we go through it and as we engage with it is shallow enough to bathe an infant, but deep enough for an elephant to swim. But what depths are we in in our prayer life? Because my prayer for all of us this morning is that we might just edge a little bit further into the deep end uh, and meet with the Lord, remembering our value is that we believe that through prayer, we can experience the power and the presence of God's Spirit. So when we think of our year and our, and our goals or our hopes for our, and what maybe the Lord's hopes for our lives, what, what would it mean if maybe this was a time where we committed to be people of prayer, to grow a little bit more in our understanding and our experience of God through our meeting with him, through prayer, not just when we meet together in church, but as we gather, as we go out, as we work, where we rest, sleep, and play. So, like I said, I don't want to keep talking about prayer, but I'd love us to actually engage in some prayer. And, you know, we believe that we have access to the Father through the Son, but I still think many of us, we try and add other ways to the Father, you know, whether that's Facebook and it's good to be able to share our prayer needs, but sometimes I feel we'll post or we'll talk about prayer and could you pray for this? You know, could you pray? But then we ourselves, are we praying? So do we believe that we have access to the Father through the Son or is it through the Facebook community and then that will be taken care of? Like, let's share our needs. Let's encourage one another to pray. But then let's not leave it at that, but let's actually engage and meet with the Lord in prayer. I think also I would love us to, to think as when we gather in our different community groups throughout, throughout the year, throughout the week, there are often ways in which we could, where we're praying, and again, it's good, we share our needs with one another, but I wonder at times, do we share our needs, and that takes 
half an hour, and then we spend five minutes at the end praying. How do we meet with him? So this morning, we're going to do something a little bit different. Like I said, the doors are locked. Some of you are going to, some of you, if, so there are six different stations. There'll be one here, one here, and then four in the fireside room. And each one will take us through a part of the Lord's Prayer. And there are instructions at each one that will help you to engage with it. And if, for some reason, if mobility is an issue for you, there will be slides that will rotate through in here. So if you don't want to get up, or for whatever reason, you would prefer just to sit in here, then you can watch that. I hope some of you do, because you could have saved me a lot of time if we were all going to sit in here. But uh, it's an opportunity for us to engage. And I, and I want us to be able, as you pray, the invitation that I'd like to make is as we invite the Spirit to lead us in our prayers and to help us to form our words and to guide us, that we would be listening. That as we pray through what are familiar words of the Lord's Prayer, we would be listening to the prompting of the Spirit. And at times, it's like a snag, right? He'll catch us. And before we move on, we've just actually got to stay in that place. And allow Him to take us deeper into that place. To walk with God is to talk with Him. And that means we need to listen. I think that's one of the most exciting dynamics of prayer, actually, is that listening posture as we sit and we invite the Spirit to lead us. But that means that we need to maybe hover over a particular text or in a particular thought and allow even our wandering thoughts, allow them to come before the Lord. Not to, not to beat ourselves up, oh, my mind is over here, but Lord, my mind is there, so I, I just want to bring that before you. Slow down and catch the thread of the Spirit as he leads us. Now, as you go around these stations, we know that there's a Lord's Prayer and that there's, there's an order in which we pray that, but you don't have to, that would be chaos. We're not all going to go to the same station at the same time. Okay, so as you feel, you can move from station to station and just reflect, read the instruction, and then follow as you feel led. And I would encourage you to spend a few minutes at each one. And you might like to go either on your own, or if you're with somebody else and you want to pray with somebody else, that you could go with somebody else. But for some people, they'll be praying silently. You haven't got to pray out loud. It's not that we'll go to a station and then we'll all pray together for that thing. It really is for us as a church to engage and meet with the Lord as we corporately pray, um, but individually uh, as we go around these different stations. And we have, there are a couple of chairs that I put out uh, at each of the places, uh, particularly in the fireside room. And, uh, and for some of our seniors, or if you're just feeling a little weary, um, then, then you can make use of that space uh, and take a seat. But let's rest in that place. Let's rest in him and see what the Lord does and what he says to us through this time. Okay? Got it? All right. So to work. So I'm going to invite us to stand. I'm going to pray for all of us. Like I said, some of you may decide you want to stay in, and that's fine, and others will uh, move around. So, Lord, as your people, we know, Father, that your call, uh, you, Lord, you long to meet with us. 
Lord, in the way that is deeper than to get things from you. But Lord, your heart and your longing is to meet with us uh, as your children. Lord, we pray that by your spirit would you pour into us now. And would you lead us in our prayer. Thank you for the confidence that is ours, that every word that is spoken comes before you. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. More of you, we pray. Amen.